This is half a million dollars in cash, and whichever one of them I tag last keeps it. Mr. Beast spends $4 million a month making YouTube videos across all of his channels. And how do we know that? I showed them my finances. <laughs> Highest paid YouTuber in history is Mr. Beast. With 88 million subscribers, Mr. Beast brought in $54 million last year. You heard of Mr. Beast? I have. He has. I've never watched You have? Yeah. He's really nice. He's like the most popular YouTuber. Super interesting. You watch Mr. Beast? Yes. You like him? Yeah, I think he's super cool. What do you know about his background? I do not know anything about his background. Do you? I don't. Imagine you're on the grind, bro. You got, you're at like yeah, 100, well, 100 mil, and, about to pass PewDiePie. You fall in love and... And then she's like, all of a sudden I lose interest. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, That's right, yeah, 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 I know, I know. You just can't make eye contact, dude. With any girls. Ever. No, yeah, ever. Just don't do it, just don't. Keep a Bible in between us. Are you saving yourself for marriage? Are you? That's such a pointed question. And to get out of this, Mr. Beast need only say, yes, I am. It made me wonder if he has some sort of knowledge of what the Bible actually says about sex before marriage. Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals will inherit the kingdom of God. But he evades a clearly uncomfortable topic by throwing it back at Logan Paul. Are you? No, nice. absolutely I love, not. I love this. <laughs> absolutely not. But then he digs the hole a little deeper by making another indirect reference to God. I'm not religious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So are you saving yourself for marriage? I'm not religious. Uh, at all? No, I'm not. And why won't Logan Paul let up on the subject? It may be because a year or so earlier, he had a celebrity pastor on his show. That pastor has since been removed from his position because of adultery, so I won't show his face. But I want you to hear what he said about there being no evidence for the existence of God, which sadly left Logan in a confused state. I do believe in a creator. Hmm. I don't know what his role is in our day-to-day -day lives. I, I, I think there's some sort of unimaginable thing that made us and this universe and everything around us. But like I said, I don't know if he's as active as uh, Faith would tell you because I'm I'm confused. Because I was raised Christian, by the way. I, I, I'm forgetting to mention, like I, I did PSR, I did church. I think uh, the universally accepted definition of good is like, you know, you're right and wrong. There's not enough proof in the world for me to prove to somebody God is real. So are you saving yourself for marriage? <laughs> not religious. <laughs> At all? No, I'm not. What about no. that Jesus? After seeing this clip and hearing that Mr. Beast had been brought up in North Carolina, part of the Bible Belt, I had a hunch. I wondered if he'd had some sort of Christian background. It turned out my hunch was correct. Mr. Beast had attended the Greenville Christian Academy. Because he clearly had fallen away from whatever faith he had, the name of Jesus now makes him feel a little uncomfortable. What about that Jesus? It tends to do that when it's spoken in truth. Did you know that the name of Jesus is the only name in human history that's ever been used as a cuss word, as a substitute for human excrement? According to Chandler, what phenomenon scares the bejesus out of him? In Martin Scorsese's Wolf of Wall Street, the name of God and Jesus is used as a cuss word about 70 times. Why is the name of Jesus so despised? He told us in John 7 verse 7. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify of it that its works are evil. What about that Jesus? No. 
He's saying no. Yeah, like, like are you atheist? You just ask the same question are different you, ways. The answer's the same. Atheist or agnostic? I agnostic. Like, I mean, the, the place is, the universe is complex, and yes. like, it's hard to believe someone did do it. But like, it certainly is complex. So you believe in a creator or some sort of being? But it's just like hard perhaps. to tell. I mean, there's a, there's a lot out there, you know. He doesn't or, have proof to, to push him in either direction or or another. Hey, but no. By, by the way, I get it. Same page as you. Same Atheist well. or agnostic? I agnostic. An agnostic is someone who thinks they don't have knowledge that God exists. What knowledge is there that we can have that God exists? You don't have any. You mean it's like just a blind faith? Yeah. When you look at a painting, is there evidence there was a painter, or is it just blind faith? Uh, there's evidence. There's a. What's the evidence? There's a painting. Yeah, the painting didn't paint itself. You couldn't want better evidence there was a painter than to have the painting. Design is the pallbearer of atheism. It lowers it into the grave. Ever think about the design of the universe? Yeah, uh, there's got to be some type of intelligent design to, to this. Yeah, think of the design of the atom. All the combined intelligence on Earth could not create one atom from nothing. We wouldn't have a clue how to make an atom from nothing. It's a building block of the universe or the design of the bird. The Wright brothers were inspired by the design of the bird or the design of an ordinary common old cow that we get our milk from. It eats grass, turns into milk, we stir it up, becomes butter and cheese and yogurt and ice cream. I mean, think of the design of that. Could you invent a machine that does that, that you can dismantle and eat at any time, make it into a hamburger? We don't know how to do that. We can't make an atom from nothing. We, we start our drive home. It's an eight-hour drive with me and like two of my other friends. And my friend driving, he just says, can we pull over to a gas station? I don't feel too good. And I'm like looking at the road, and I turn and look to my left, and his head's just bobbling. And he's just like... Wait, is he driving? Yeah, Sleep down the highway, and he's just like dead. I instantly am like, this fell asleep so i grabbed the wheel i'm sitting in the passenger seat and i'm just kind of like keeping the car going straight his foot though is still on the gas so we're like slowly going a little faster now we're going like 80 or 85 yeah. he's like literally dead i'm steering the car but to take his foot off the gas i have to put my head below the steering wheel so i can reach it <laughs> he can't go 100 miles an hour we're, there's cars everywhere dude riding around i'm like my driver's dead he's just dead it's, it's the wildest thing i've never thought this would ever happen in a million years so i just yoinked the wheel to the right so we just slammed into a concrete wall and that just stopped the car. And yeah, then, that'll that'll yeah, do it. Yeah, and then I my head's like bleeding. But by all metrics, he was literally dead. And there's a dead man driving the car. Oh, he was so he actually dead. was yeah. dead. And then he Wait, came back, got it. did it, and then his heart stopped beating again. Does it change your outlook at all? Do you think a little bit differently after that, or like or a little you, bit? Yeah. I was like, damn, like I even hit 100 million subscribers. I don't want to die yet. <laughs> did he see heaven or no? Uh, he said he literally. He he remembers saying, "I f don't feel so well." And then just blinked, and then it, he was on the ground on the road. That's it? Yeah. No heaven. He, he didn't re remember anything in between. Easy, champ. What are you thinking? He just he didn't go far enough. He was he, he, he was on his way to heaven. He got rocked in the back <laughs> of the skull. I've spent tens of millions f***ing up so I can learn from it. And you dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> but if you really want to be the best in the world, it's like Michael Jordan says, you're not trying to get 1% better. You're trying to get 1,000% better. You're a special one, bro. Thank you. Please welcome Mark Rober and Mr. Beast. I'm gonna spend the next 50 hours buried alive in this coffin. Yeah. Did, so did he see heaven or no? Are you going to heaven when you die? I hope so. What do you think God requires of you? 
uh, to follow the Ten Commandments. Do you think you're a good person? I do. Okay, I'm going to try and change your mind about that. Okay. Because the Bible says in the book of Romans and the book of James that the Ten Commandments are the standard God's going to judge you with on Judgment Day. So I'm going to take you through some of the commandments to see how you're going to do. How many lies have you told in your life? Probably way too many. So what do you call someone who's told lies? A liar. So what are you? I'm a liar. You still think you're a good person? Yeah. Have you ever stolen something in your life? Yes, but I gave it back. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. So what are you? I'm a thief. No, a lying thief. Oh, a lying thief. Okay, we're racking them up now. Have you ever used God's name in vain? Yes, all the time. Would you use your mother's name as a cuss word? Instead of using the word SH to express disgust when you hit your thumb with a hammer, would you put your mother's name in the place of that word? No. Why not? Because it just wouldn't seem as effective. No, it's not just that. It's the fact you dishonor your mother. You disrespect her. That's true. So you respect your mom? 100%. But you don't respect the God that gave you a mother because you've taken this holy name that godly Jews won't even speak or write down. I think maybe I just needed a better foundation to be built on then. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. Jesus said, whoever looks upon a woman to lust for her has committed adultery already with her in his heart. Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? I have. You can look, but don't touch. Well, the Bible says when you look, but don't touch, you're committing adultery in your heart. Had sex before marriage? Yes, sir. So here's a summation. I'm not judging you. This is for you to judge yourself. You've told me you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, fornicating adulterer at heart. So here's where we're going with this. If God judges you by the Ten Commandments on Judgment Day, you're going to be innocent or guilty? Guilty. Heaven or hell? Hell. Now, does that concern you? Yes, it does concern me. God forgives everybody. Well, the Bible says this. All liars live their part in the lake of fire. No thief, no blasphemer, no adulterer, no fornicator will inherit God's kingdom. So if you die in your sins, you've got God's promise he'll damn you. Death is evidence God is serious about sin. The Bible says the wages or payment for sin is death. Sin is so serious, he's given you the death sentence, capital punishment. So this is deadly serious. If you die in your sins, you've got his promise, you'll end up in hell. Now tell me, what did God do for guilty sinners so he wouldn't have to go to hell? Do you know? He died on the cross for our sins. Yes, he suffered and died on the cross. You and I broke the law. Jesus paid the fine. Kevin, if you're in court and someone pays you fine, a judge can let you go. If you've got speeding fines, the judge can say, this is serious, there's a lot of fines here, but someone's paid up, you're out of here. And he can do that, which is legal. Even though you're guilty, you walk because someone paid you fine. And even though you and I are guilty before God of heinous crimes in his eyes, worthy of the death sentence, we can walk, he can let us live forever, all because Jesus paid the fine in his life's blood, rose from the dead and defeated death. And this, according to the Bible, is the way to find everlasting life. Repent of your sins, turn from them. Don't say, I'm a Christian, but you fornicate and lie and steal and blaspheme. You turn from sin, you've got to be genuine, you don't want to deceive yourself. And then you trust in Jesus like you trust a parachute. Kevin, a lot of people don't realize how close they are to death every day. I, it's the wildest thing. I've never thought this would ever happen in a million years. I was like, damn, like, I didn't even hit 100 million subscribers. I don't want to die yet. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So when are you going to repent and trust Christ? As soon as possible. Do you think I'm speaking the truth? Yes. Can I pray with you? Yeah, go ahead. So you're going to think about what we talked about? Of course. Have a Bible at home? Yes, sir. When's your last reader? Every couple of days I do. When's your last look at pornography? Pornography? I uh, can't remember. Most recently? Probably. Please think about this with a seriousness, because Jesus said if your eye causes you to sin, 
pluck it out and cast it from you, for it's better to enter heaven without an eye than go to hell with both your eyes, for the fire is never quenched and the worm never dies. So that pornography has a very powerful hold on us. Jesus said, he that serves sin is the slave of sin. So ask God to free you of all sin, repent, trust in Jesus, and he'll make you a brand new person. And a sign that you're, you're genuinely saved is your thirst after righteousness. You want to please God with all your heart. And Matthew, the Bible says, God commands all men everywhere to repent. Scripture says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins. And so if you'll simply repent and trust in Christ, God will give you everlasting life. You have his promise on it. Hey, thank you for listening. Can I give you a gift? Yeah, yes, sir. That's a book I wrote, okay? Thank you very much. Nice to talk to you, Matthew. You too. I appreciate it. Boy. So you're going to think about what we talked about? 100%. Can I pray with you? Sure. Father, I thank you for Steph and for her honest and open heart today. I pray that this day she'll truly repent, be born again, and pass from death to life. You'll open the eyes of her understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can I give you a book I wrote? Sure. Father, I pray for Kevin. Thank you for his open and honest heart today. May he find a place of genuine sorrow and true repentance and turn from his sins and place his faith in Jesus, the substitute, the advocate, and in doing so may he pass from death to life because of your promises and because of your wonderful mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thanks, dude. That's pretty cool. Please welcome Mark Rober and Mr. Beast. You give people a lot of money. You had a pizza delivery guy came and delivered the pizza to your house, and yep. then he, you gave him the house? Exactly. Took a million dollars, put four people on it, and the last to take their hand off kept it. Cleaning up the ocean. Yeah. You had a project called Team Trees, mm -hmm. in which the idea was you would grow a tree, each tree for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. And how many yeah, trees? out of thin air. How uh, many trees? Uh, 20 million. Fifty hours buried alive in this coffin. Jimmy Donaldson, aka Mr. Beast. 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 All this talk about Mr. Beast has brought to mind a completely different type of beast. One of these days, when everything's ready, whatever man he has ready in that generation is going to step to the forefront and become this uh, world ruler, this dominant player on the world scene. The Bible says that in the end time, there is going to be a ruler who comes upon this earth. He will rule the whole world. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but it had feet like those of a bear and the mouth like that of a lion. He rises up in Revelation 13 out of the sea, which speaks of the sea of nations. He's going to be charming. He's going to be clever. He's going to be greatly intelligent. He's a, a man who's charismatic. He's going to have worldwide appeal. He's going uh, to come as a very appealing person in the eyes of the world. When the Bible describes him as a beast, the Bible is not describing his appearance. The Bible is describing his character. He's going to be a global charmer and the whole world will wonder after the beast. They will say, who is like him? And all the world marveled and follow the beast. All these things we see coming together really fit 
what the Bible says about a coming world ruler who's going to come on the scene. Don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell and make sure you don't miss the Living Waters podcast. The Evidence Study Bible will give you everything you've ever wanted to know about subjects such as Bible prophecy, the signs of the times, the theory of evolution, as well as valuable information about cults and different religions, atheism, and biblical archaeology. It also contains hundreds of quality quotes, fascinating articles, amazing scientific facts in the Bible, and so much more. It even includes answers to 200 of the most commonly asked questions of the Christian faith. The Evidence Study Bible will thoroughly enrich your trust in God and in His precious Word. Get yours at livingwaters.com. Approaching a stranger is a little bit scary for most of us. That's why we've produced the Starter Kit. It contains four of our most popular gospel tracks. This is 101 of the world's funniest one-liners. These really are funny, and the gospel is hidden way inside. It's so easy to give out. You simply say, this is 101 of the world's funniest one-liners. It'll cheer up your day. This is the good person test. It's exactly what I say to people in comic form, and who can resist a comic? This is the Ten Commandments coin with a gospel on the back. I tossed a handful to teenagers once on a sidewalk and watched them fight over them. It's a great gift to give to anyone. And of course, our ever-popular million-dollar bill. Just say, did you get your million? And watch people's faces light up. There's a total of 350 tracks in the starter kit. Get yours today at livingwaters.com.